Welcome back to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jesse Friedman filling in for Tom Brown, and today we are talking about the student pro-life movement. So if you were here for our last segment, you heard a, a brief description of the Exposures Project. And so we want to give you a little bit more of a vivid picture of what that looks like. Um, so if you didn't hear it before, Ryan, uh, could you give us a general description of what Exposures is, what it looks like? Yeah. So Exposures is a photojournalism project where we go out onto the streets and we interview strangers and ask them about their experiences they've had with abortion. And we take what they say and their photos and put them on a blog for all to see how abortion has really affected our culture. Okay. So what effect does sharing abortion stories have on our culture in general? Why is this important? Why does Exposures even exist? So... We at Voices for the Voiceless feel like um, abortion has really, it's really a political and a, it's been a political and a religious issue. Um, and we feel that it's it's a human issue as well. It involves real people with real experiences. And we feel that people don't talk about those enough. And by sharing these stories and talking to people directly, um, we're, we're really starting a new conversation about it. One that's about the people instead of the the um the political and religious issues so i have to i have to imagine um as as exposures photojournalists both sadie and ryan here it's got to be a little bit nerve-wracking maybe uncomfortable (laughs) going out into the public and asking people what their abortion stories are how about how abortion has affected them because let's face it, it's not it's not a comfortable topic. It's not something yeah. people really want to talk about. Yeah, definitely. So um, as, a, as an exposures photojournalist, what tactics do you guys use to try to kind of get over that hump of uh, that, that object that you have to yeah. reach over in order to really get stories from people? Yeah, so um, I'm going to answer this, and then I'll let, I'll let Sadie talk a little bit about it too. But um, so really, when you start out, a conversation with someone by saying hi my name is ryan how do you feel about abortion it it's generally (laughs) an awkward start um but surprisingly people are more willing to talk about it than you would think um a lot of them they'll hesitate and then they'll they'll launch right into it and um just kind of through the interview process we um first we ask them how they feel about abortion kind of what their opinion is on the matter and then we ask them a more personal question we ask them have they ever had any experiences with abortion uh do they know anyone that's had one or think of having one and um that's when that's when you once you get past opinions that's when people really start to open up about, so you really have to you have to ease into that yeah, topic definitely. you can't just approach them definitely, and yeah. say well, how has abortion affected you exactly um so uh, the Exposures Project, I know uh, Ryan mentioned that there's a blog where all of this is. You can find that uh, at our website at vftv.org. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Uh, we have a lot of really cool stories about yeah. how abortion has affected uh, our society. So this is really for both of you. How have you as an interviewer been impacted by the Exposures Project? Um, well, I think it's really neat because when you go out and you – 
talk to individuals about this, you a lot of people have these preconceived notions and ideas about abortions. You know, when you think of someone that's had an abortion, it's generally not a good idea that falls. You know, you don't have um, a good opinion of them necessarily. And so by going out and talking with people, you hear their stories and you hear the more personal aspect of it and reasons behind and thought process. And I think for me personally, it's changed how I view those people. It's changed how I view abortions in general. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's just when you go out and talk with people, it's it changes things. Like you, instead of hearing facts and you hearing numbers, you're hearing stories and you're hearing lives and yeah. how it's personally affected it, people. It makes it human. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So as, as you're going out and interviewing people, I know – um, as I as I just found out from you, Sadie, that you're you're impacted by the project. As an interviewer, uh, you learn things about the culture around you. Um, but as you're interviewing people, do you ever notice them starting to think about abortion themselves, and and maybe even thinking about it more critically than they ever have before? Have you ever had that experience as a as an interviewer? Yeah, I definitely think that. Um, there was this one girl, and uh, this is one of the stories I think has impacted me the most. Um, her name was Jasmine, and she was a senior in high school, and she was telling me how um, she was pregnant, and she told her mom, and her mom asked, her mom wanted her to have the abortion, and so they went down to the clinic, and they were watching the video, and she told me, Jasmine, she said she just started crying. She was sobbing, and she couldn't do it, and so she came back with her mom, and her mom still wanted her to do it, and Jasmine did not want to at all. And so she later, she had a miscarriage, but she told me, and this was so impactful, she told me, she said, if she didn't have the miscarriage, she would have had a child standing right there next to her. And so those stories, to be so affected at such a young age, like a senior in high school, that's 17 or 18 years old, and Mm -hmm. to have that experience, she definitely thought about it. She had a, a strong opinion against it. And so I think that once you start sharing these stories and once you start talking with people and when you go on the blog and you just as an outsider and you're reading these stories from people, it definitely has implications and people do start thinking about it. I, I think that's very true. Yeah. So obviously it's not just, especially as we found, it's not just a few people out there who have been affected uh, by the atrocity of abortion. One of the, uh, the catchphrases that we use uh, around voices for the voiceless a lot is we are the 78%. And basically what that means is that 78% of our generation still exists and 22%, that remaining 22%, has been aborted. So surprisingly almost, when you go out into the public sphere and you're asking people about how abortion has affected them, it's not one in 10 people who can give you a story. Almost every single person uh, has been affected by abortion in some way. Uh, So Sadie, we heard your favorite story or the the story rather that has impacted you the most uh ryan what would you say that story would be for you personally yeah so um definitely i have a clear one in mind um this one stands out to me the most by a lot um so i was um out on mill avenue um and i came across this girl and i decided that uh, it would be good to interview her um so I, I kind of came up to her when she was with a friend and I went through the process and um, once I got to her personal asking her if she had any personal experiences, she told me something that really uh, kind of surprised me and shocked me a little bit. And um, I'm going to tell it to you now. Um, she said that 
she she had actually had an abortion herself um, about two years ago. And when I asked her, you know, what happened, um, this is what she said. I'm going to read this directly off the blog. Um, she said, I had an abortion about two years ago. I had just found out I was pregnant, so I told my boyfriend. When I told him, he forced me to get an abortion. His dad was a lawyer, and he said he would sue me if I didn't get rid of the baby. I was 19, nervous, and a lawsuit really scared me. I'm okay now. My mom and sister really helped me through it. And then after after saying that, she said, wow, I have never talked about this before. Hmm. And I feel like that story really, really kind of illustrates how powerful the Exposures Project can be. It gets people to talk about things that they never would normally talk about or would want to talk about. Um, and that has really impacted me the most, I think. Hmm. So with the Exposures Project, one thing we really emphasize as an organization is that we go out completely... Uh, unbiased so you guys aren't going out there exactly. bearing your, yeah. your voices for the voiceless t-shirts um but you're going out there completely neutrally exactly yeah um we don't really tell anyone um if we're pro-life or pro-choice um now if they ask of course we're going to answer truthfully and, and tell them that we're mm-hmm. with voices and but generally they'll just um they'll just go with it and um i think that that really lets us um, well, we need to be, you know, firm in our beliefs, um, definitely taking a neutral approach for the purpose of being able to approach people more easily, mm. I think is, it's a good strategy for this project. And the whole point of us being neutral, it's really interesting because the very fact that we are unbiased, the overwhelming amount of stories that have affected people and made them realize like they don't view abortion in a good light is huge because the whole point of this project is is unbiased and so there are very few people that will say that their abortion or that they know someone that had an abortion was a good thing so it's just really interesting to see that okay so i have to ask you guys has ever has has it ever happened where you went out and you were interviewing someone and they refused to tell you their story because they felt <laughs> that that was uh, part of their private life, and they didn't want to tell you that. Does that ever happen? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. So we have um, one story on the blog right now. Um, well, it's not really a story. It's more of just part of the dialogue. Um, but there's this one woman. Um, we, we went up to her, and immediately after asking her the first question, how she feels about abortion, I kind of had an uneasy feeling about it. Like, you kind of know when it's not going to work out. Um, <laughs> but we, you know, we kept talking anyway, because you never know. Um, and... So basically, once I got to the part, the point in the conversation where, where I asked her if she had any experience with abortion, um, she said, basically, um, yeah, like I had one. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, I was like, would you be willing to share that story with us? And she was like, she paused for a minute and she's like, no. <laughs> and, and that was it. And um, so, you know, we said thank you and we uh, gave her uh, a card with the with the website on it. And then we just kind of, you know, parted ways. Yeah, my first time doing interviews, I um, I grabbed the the um, notebook and I was going out and I picked four different people. <laughs> Every single t- person didn't want to talk about it, so that yeah, was my very first I, time. Yeah, <laughs> I was there for that. It was it was it was it's a little discouraging when people um, kind of deny you that. But right after those four, we actually talked to someone who um, they they were really open about it and they hmm. gave us a great story and that hasn't been posted yet but it, it will be soon yeah she was very encouraging and um, supportive of the project oh yeah mm, that's cool so um basically the the moral of exposures is that stories are powerful and and stories can create culture 
um, in, in in the in the world that we live in. So, uh, for the big picture, where do you see exposures going in the future? What do you what do you want the message to be that it communicates? So, um, in the future, we'd like exposures to be um, kind of a um, you know this is this is optimistic, but we'd like it to be you know stately wide known um, across the st- the state and the nation. Um, we have big plans for this project. We started an Instagram, um, so we're reaching out across new social media platforms. Um, we just really, you know, we have big plans for this project for sure. Ryan and Sadie, thank you for keeping exposures alive and for exposing <laughs> the stories of our generation. You are listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jesse Friedman filling in for Tom Brown today, and we will be back in just a few minutes.